up, students? Welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship with God together. Because even though we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Phoebe and Tony. It may be hard to believe, but we're coming to the close of our With You podcast. Oh my gosh. We've been doing this week by week, Mm. and that's actually going to be ending. Wow, yeah. By Christmas Eve, we will have done 85 episodes, wait, wait, 17 wait. weeks straight. 85 episodes, people. <laughs> 85. Isn't that insane? Hopefully, you have enjoyed having us with you throughout this strange semester we have endured. It has been a strange semester and even stranger year. And yeah, it's all coming to a close. And even though this year has been pretty lame, we would do ourselves a disservice to not close out the year well. We can and should reflect on the things that God has done because truth be told, Phoebe, God hasn't done anything less than he's done in years past. And so we cannot allow this year to be viewed as a waste. We have to find the wins. Yeah, I think about two wins for me for this past year. First, I have FaceTimed with my grandparents more than any other year of my life. And that's so cool. Maybe that's been the same for you guys. It's a common theme for a lot of people in this time. We've talked COVID. We've talked politics. That's been really interesting to talk with them about and about sports. So it's been really sweet to be able to do that huge win for my year. And then the second huge win is getting to be part of this creative season at Arbor Road. I got to step in new as my role um, here with the high school ministry. And I thought, felt like I really got to have a hand in this innovation and brainstorming behind youth ministry that we got to do in this season. Yeah. For me, the wins that I've seen, the main one is I've got to be more real with people and really people have been able to be more real with me. I've loved to, the conversations I've been able to have with friends and family about how unpredictable or short life is. People have been more willing to be honest and lean into these topics, even the ones that uh, we've been going through in HSM, like death and heaven. Mm. And so we're going to continue doing that today as we begin to see, like I'm imagining like the the plane is beginning to descend (laughs) on the With You podcast, but as we're seeing the ground come up quickly, um, the second to last week, as we look at Luke 24, 13 through 35, that's right. That's like 23 verses. We can do it. And this is when Jesus meets with two of his followers after he was resurrected from the grave. That very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what is this conversation that you're holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still looking sad. Then one of them named Cleopas answered him, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened these there in these days? And he said to them, what things? And they said to him concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things have happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, And when they did not find his body, they came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, 
but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should, should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things that concerned himself. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as if he was going farther, but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. And he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Did not our hearts burn with us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose that same hours and, and returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. For some reason, I find it funny that Jesus hides who he is from these guys just so that they'll really stop and listen to him. Jesus proves he's alive to these people in a very Jesus-like way. It's not in front of a stadium or a large group of people, but these two guys who just happen to be on a walk as we look at this passage, there's a lot in it, 23 verses. Uh, I want to ask two questions of you, and it's going to be really two parts. And this is going to be the first question. Imagine if Jesus physically appeared to you and a friend to teach you about Scripture. Physically, he's there. How would you respond? Would you be overwhelmed? Would you be scared? Excited because you get to ask every question that you've ever wanted to ask? Think about it. If literally he appeared to you, how would you feel? Now, the second question, how have you responded to Jesus entering into your life when you became a follower of Jesus? Is your answer different? HSM, let me encourage you with the fact that Jesus is just as available to you now as he was to these disciples then. Because he has defeated the grave, you have perfect access to the living Christ. How cool is that? We're going to pray right now uh, as we ask God to continue to, to work on our hearts to help us to understand that as we unpack this passage the rest of the week. So would you pray with me? Wonderful Father, we come before you and ask that you help us to become more hungry, more excited by uh, what you have for us in your word. Uh, Lord, I'm so grateful that we're able to to see a story of you showing up in uh, in Christians' lives to just teach them about your word. Um, it's kind of mind-bending a bit to even consider that. And so God, for us, as we look at this passage, would you help us to understand really how it applies to us, what's most important, and how you desire for us to see you more clearly. I mean, Lord, ultimately, uh, as we talk about death and heaven this week, would you help us to see that um, you are king? You are far more powerful, far greater than both death and heaven combined. Um, Lord, you're far greater than those things. And we, we want you, and we get to have you. Thank you, Father. Pray these things in your name. Amen. Remember, let's be real with one another and before God as long as it's called today. 
been great to be with you. Take care.